Hello and welcome back to this medical podcast in English for non-native speakers. My name is Alice Byram and I am a family and emergency medicine doctor. This podcast is brought to you by the Catalan Institute of Medical Education and Leadership or IFMIL. This week, we go into what is the difference between pseudo-anonymization and anonymization. Sensitive data, such as health data, gets more privacy protection, and Article 9 of the GDPR, which we explained about last week, covers this specifically. Safeguards used include pseudo-anonymization and anonymization, and finally encryption. I will explain the differences here. Pseudo-anonymization is the removal of identifying fields, such as name, date of birth and address. But in health, this needs to go even further. A diagnosis of a specific disease and treating hospital plus gender might be enough to identify the patient. With big data and large amount of patients, it becomes harder to identify individuals. But even there, it is important to think about unusual characteristics which may make the patient stand out. Some doctors have fallen foul to this on Twitter when making what they thought were generic comments about a type of patient they may have seen during a specific shift. However, at the same time, you still have to have the correct data to treat your patient. Pseudo-anonymization means that you need additional information in order to access all the information about your specific patient. Anonymization, on the other hand, means that you strip away all the identifying aspects from the data and you can no longer identify the patient. This is a valid technique for research. Even with the additional information, you can no longer identify the person. As I mentioned previously, it is very hard to anonymize medical data and there is a chilling report for all those with any level of data protection responsibility. Supposedly anonymized health data sets were not so anonymous once compared to the local newspaper reports. Indeed, 43% of the individuals were identified. Finally, encryption. Encryption is the encoding of the data, and this is very much more a technical aspect. Most doctors would find it hard to know what questions to ask and then interpret the, quest- the answers. However, suggesting specific clinical contexts may make your technical team think about uses and deviations which they had not come across. In general, observing good medical practice will set you on the right road. The questions come when you or your hospital or practice are looking to change your EHR or electronic health record system. Or maybe you want to check if the system you're currently using is compliant. Try to get answers to the following three questions. One. What or who is the data processor that is being used? Are they compliant with GDPR? And what sort of guarantees do they offer? Two, as if this is sensitive data, how is it pseudonymized and encrypted? And three, how is it complying with data protection by design and default? Most clinicians without any programming or technical knowledge would find it hard to ask programmers specific questions and then understand the, the answers. However, technicians don't have the situation-specific understanding of how this data will be used. Going through a typical hospital consultation together step-by-step 
with the technician can help uncover moments when there may be data compliance issues. This is the data protection by default. Only the sensitive data needed for the specific process can be processed. And examples of this would be for how do you lock the screen temporarily while examining a, fam- a patient, if, especially if family members are present? How do you deal with multiple doctors using the same computer? How are blood results transferred between the laboratory and your electronic health record? And are your emails encrypted if you have to do a referral to a colleague? Again, this is a bit of a dry subject. The good news is if you are part of a large institution, there will be an appointed data protection officer, DPO, and your obligation is to contact them rather than sort it out yourself. However, if you've seen something, you do need to report it. You can't just pretend you didn't see it, as you will have created an electronic trail which can then be audited.